0: Roundtable Discussions is where I sit down with different elements of the music scene in a particular city. I talk to the influencers, I talk to the artists, and I talk to the producers. In this series, I'll be talking about the good, the bad, what's helping, what's hurting, and what each element is doing to move their city forward in music. In part one, I talk to the influencers. The people who make the podcast, the people who do events, and the people who talk to the rest of the city about who's really making moves. So sit back and enjoy roundtable discussions. What's going on everybody? This is Cole Jackson from BNYK Radio and we're doing something a little bit different. Um, we're going to do something called the roundtable discussions. Um, in this we're going to do, uh, I'm going to do in a three-part series where we we'll be sitting down with different elements from the di- from music scene, um, the influencers, the artists, and the producers. So this week in part one we're actually going to be sitting down with the influencers in Birmingham, Alabama. So today I got three of, I didn't even know I was gonna make this happen. I ain't even from the front. Like, I really didn't think this was gonna happen. So, uh, from the kit back, we got Mellow From Decipher Media, we have Hakeem Skipwith, and from Sokova Sweets, Eugene Wright. And I am. <laughs> 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 so, before we get started, guys, um, tell everybody about your platforms. I'm gonna start with, with Mellow. You would make me go
1: first. Of course. Um, Come on, bro. original. So, yeah, with the kickback, it's a team of us. You know, shout out Ish, Lauren, Trent, Albany, Jessica, Earn. Whole little creative cohort here. Um, we have a podcast. We throw uh, shows and events and such like that around the city. we just trying to, I guess, give artists and our friends a platform to further their careers, too. Yeah. We all got the same dream, so. Dope
2: okay okay um i am uh hakeem uh go by skip the host of off the record podcast and the founder of decipher media group on off the record podcast it's purely just a black culture medium uh, for all sorts of just just everything we talk about everything from god all the way down to the most ratchet shit that happened this week <laughs> um, we don't have a general thing that we stick to of course we're probably we're music first but everything in life kind of sort of has Um, a spiderweb effect into music. So it's just from that, everything else that comes from.
0: Eugene?
3: Yeah, so I'm Eugene Wright, formerly known as Eugenious Neutron. Um, Sankofa Suite is what we call a creative culture company. Um, So the idea is to build a brand that uh, embodies everything, sort of like a suite. I want to be able to have exactly what artists need mm-hmm. from a creative standpoint, whether that's studio recording, um, learning about music publishing, book publishing, video, podcasts, monthly events, mm-hmm. um, but try to do it in a different way to bring new ideas to the city that may not have been seen before. Yeah. So that's, that's generally what Sankofa Suite is. Yeah, All you guys got really great platforms.
0: Um, I try to pay attention to you guys as much as possible. Um, just so I can stay in the loop I can't keep up with everything man like I'm on social media all the time I'm just like trying to make sure I keep up with everybody else so I can put out what the best product I can as far as like interviews or stuff like that Um, so going into that what I'm gonna start with you Skip what what can we be doing with our platforms like better and when I say that I mean like promoting new artists Talking more about like projects dropping, talking about like the events more. Like, what can we be doing?
2: Um, over the last uh, probably two months, uh, we've been getting um, email requests uh, about artists coming on for interviews and stuff like that, and featuring artists. Um, so that's what we've been doing. This third and going into the fourth quarter is trying to be more inviting and embracing of the artists and that's all platforms, whether they be just a musical artist, somebody who does visual arts. Like um, a couple episodes ago, we had some people come on who's gonna participate in Visual Paradise, Mm -hmm. an event that's going on tomorrow at Lux. Shout out to me with the promo. Um, And we just brought them on to talk about um, their particular um, platforms and how they exercise their art. Um, So that's one. Um, Two would be creating, like the Kickback is doing um, platforms and spaces where people can come in and express their art so that's it's we pretty much got it um mm-hmm. with these people that we got um so outside of that um probably just a thing we're looking to do going forward is probably scrapping all of the major label music that we do in our intros and outros and just solely embracing independent artists
3: yeah yeah what about you gene i feel as if we are doing all that we can what i think we could uh do is Make not make it a little bit more organized, but um, we need to have a production line mentality. Well, I said basically to a place where, if, if we're speaking about us as influencers and mm-hmm. what we do, um, have a s- process in place, like an assembly line, sort of, where we know exactly where we want to take this particular product. Of course, every artist is different every genre is different, mm-hmm. every uh, format of entertainment, whether that is you know the podcast, the videos, the streaming, um, it's all different, yeah. but we just have to, I think we could uh, sharpen our process a little bit more, mm-hmm. and to a point where not everyone's on the same page, but everyone that is within that process is on the same page, so mm-hmm. that it, it moves a lot more smoother, and if it moves smoother, it's gonna allow us to get a lot more done, which will also give us a lot more exposure. Yeah.
1: Um, that's what that's generally where I'm at with it. With what we could be doing better.
0: You agree with that, Miller?
1: Uh, definitely. Um, I know I have friends who make music and shoot videos and whatnot, and I know one thing I tell them that I have to tell myself and my team going forward is we have to approach it same way who's just saying. With more like strategy, I would say, yeah, even with more professionalism, mm-hmm. like go ahead and have that EPK set up, mm-hmm. have bios, have good pictures that you can show people, like just have like all your data and your, your ducks in a row for real, for real. Yeah, just have your you know, T's crossed, I's dotted. So, for the most part,
0: one thing too, um, that I I, had, I was talking to a producer not too long, I ain't put them out there, but um, they were telling me the reason why they don't mess with some of the artists here in the city is because they're not very professional. Is that a problem that we're having as far as like with us having platforms?
2: I wouldn't necessarily say it's something that we should be taking the blame for, but I think it's something that we could um, do to help them. Um, like even if it's just giving them, point them in the direction of you know, because we're, we're in a place where we're coming in contact with people who do these things. Yeah. So we could take the time to direct them in those directions. That's why certain networking events are important, like the Southern Made Creatives that's coming up. Yeah. It'll be a place where all these people should be in one room, and we as influencers can direct and create that type of traffic. So at the end of the day, everybody's pushing their their art forward with the resources that they need.
0: What about
1: you, Mello? Definitely. I got. I feel that, I guess, yeah, like, you know, us three right here, we are in a, you know, a place of knowing what you can do to progress yourself further. So, yeah, we we all know what we can do to help friends out like that. So, I guess just leading people that want the help, just helping them out. I mean, sometimes it's hard to get in touch with some of these
0: artists when you want to do stuff, though, man. I'm not finna sit up and act like it's easy. And sometimes it's it's a situation where if you want to do an interview with somebody, it's like – Sometimes it's like going through hoops. And that's because they either don't want to answer you back or it's just like a situation where it's just like they doing something else and they don't want to give you the info on it. So that's, I think from my viewpoint, sometimes, and that's with dealing with people outside the city too. Like anytime I got to deal with somebody's management, I can, I can go ahead and kill that interview right now because a lot of times people who are managed by, by you know, their cousin or whoever, they never really communicate good or they never really get us in a situation where I can actually get the interview or get it done or we can we can book something. So I don't think that the artists here are not professional. I'm kind of on this on the island of they just kind of don't know how to be. Yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's really all it is. That. Hmm. Do you think we should be doing more interviews on our platforms or more promo or more, you know, talking to artists?
3: I think artists should be able to speak more but not necessarily interviews because everyone has a niche right like mm-hmm. some people make great music they're not that well of a speaker but the whole idea of the in the whole foundation of what the interview is if we're talking in the artist idea is to allow fans to see this person as a real person mm-hmm. and not just an entity that they made up or they Hot behind when they rap, right? Uh, majority of connectivity today, not internet connectivity, but the way fans bond with artists, is not really based on the music in most cases. It's based on who does this person, what does this person stand for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, um, interviews are cool, but then also that brings up the idea of like interview etiquette. S- mm-hmm. Some artists may have that, some artists may not have. They don't probably don't even know what media training is. Yeah, but there's also different ways that artists can voice their opinion like i know with my particular podcast um the sweet life i don't do artist interviews but i allow artists to come in and voice their opinion we'll talk about culture uh pop culture uh, american culture uh the ratchetness as my man said shenanigans (laughs) we might we drink, we smoke, we do all of these things to let them get as comfortable as they want and talk as freely as they can. Right. So it ain't even about them. It's like, how do you feel? What what energy are you giving off? That's what I want to pull out of artists when I bring them in, mm-hmm. because their music is gonna be their music. This interview is not gonna change my opinion of their music right. because they're trying to promote it. They're selling it to me mm-hmm. in that case. But let me see how this person lives and exists on an everyday basis. How do they feel? What do they think? What's the motives? Of the actual person, mm-hmm. that way I can connect to the music even better. Yeah, because I know what he means when he says something. Hmm.
2: And um, oh my bad. And <laughs> and that's the thing. Um, the standard interview, um, not to you know down people, but like the mainstream people, like uh Breakfast Club and stuff like that. They bring them in and barely ask them questions. You know, that's engaging to them on a personal level. Mm-hmm. With our interviews, we use the music kind of like he was saying as a vehicle to like break down your you know your drives and motivations we will use specific points from your music to construct our questions so it's not just like where you from yeah uh what inspired like we're asking like deep-rooted questions Mm -hmm. sometimes maybe too deep or too long-winded but it's to the point where whatever your answer is is going to come across as how you genuinely feel what you genuinely think and what you believe in and if that um What's the word that I'm looking for? Not coincides, but it flows through your music to the listener.
0: Yeah. What about you, Melo?
2: Oh, no, I fully
1: agree on that. When it comes, <laughs> to, when it comes <laughs> to interviews, for real, for I real. know we even construct ours differently. Yeah. When we treat it more like a conversation than an interview. Yeah. So Again, I do want to know more about like why did you write this? Yeah. How did this come to part? Why did you really get into music? Who really, really influenced you? Not like famous people, but yeah. like what you went through in life to make you right. Yeah. That's what I want to know about, so.
2: Cause if need be, we might rush your ass to get you to take that cool <laughs> hat off. Yeah, And yeah. then we can, we can really have a conversation. Yeah. Cause that's something I've learned, like as a part of interview etiquette, you have to get them outside of their rapper shell. Yeah. And like get like, like who's Donovan? Like I want to yeah. know Donovan. I yeah. don't want to know D nice. Like I want to know, I want to know Donovan. Right,
0: right. That's usually what I try to do when I do interviews with people, too. Like, that last, the interview I did with Cure, that was, I found out so much about that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's deep brother. Like, I didn't even know half the stuff he said. So, I mean, typically when I'm doing interviews with people, I'm trying to make sure it's a conversation. I want it to be one-on-one. I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, you ain't got to sit up here and if you don't want to answer something, you ain't got to. If it's something that's too personal for you to even talk about, don't do it. But I never come out there with like, so, like, you know, tell me about who you're dating now. That's (laughs) like, I most definitely, um, and I try to do with every interview I do, and that's why I try to put clips out on social media because I want people to understand, like, I'm not sitting up here doing your standard interview. I wanna make sure that people get to know that person. My job is to make sure that you look good and you can present yourself to some to other people that don't know you in, you know, outside the city. That's what I try to do. I don't want nobody, it ain't even about me. I tell everybody, if you do an interview with me, it ain't even about me, I don't even care. I don't have to be on the camera, I don't have to be nowhere. I just need you to be able to, to express yourself so people can, you know what I'm saying, get to know you as a person. This is you're making a a project and you're putting your project out, so a lot like what you said, like they want to know who you are, you know what I'm saying? They want to know why you're making this type of music. And my biggest thing is just making sure that that you're out there. That's it. Just some expo- extra exposure.
3: But also that's a that's a that's our side of the coin, and I'm glad that we all kind of got a similar feel to that as well. But also we have to keep in mind now, Birmingham. Specifically, I feel like we have great artists here that can definitely fit within the mold of that conversation that we're presenting. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there are artists that specifically want to go for a more industry image. So they don't want to answer personal questions. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go deep. They're scared to say something wrong, mm-hmm. and they want to stick to the traditional format of what they see or what they perceive that they need as presented by Music industry practice. Yeah, so if there is gonna be the case for an artist's decision, what we may be able to do is to, because we feel like what we do is cool. Let's just say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of we course. feel like what we do is cool and the coolest shit in the world. Right, like as as influencers, like you need to be rocking with us over here. Like, but I enjoy everybody's podcast when I get the chance to as well. You know what I mean? But at the same time, that particular flow and style may not be of artist taste. Mm-hmm. They may be better catered for a standard interview with like ninety five seven jams or uh, you know, not to throw them under the bus. You gotta put up a you gotta put I'm up a saying. sixty
0: second freestyle to get that though. I don't care nothing about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for real? You ever seen that? For ninety five? Yes. I've never known I mean, they was like, who what's what is it? Who's next or something like that? And they're like put up a sixty second freestyle on your IG and and tag us and we might interview
1: you. That, ho-
2: that whole thing is um they, they want to gauge interest. It's it may not even really be about the actual freestyle. It's who's making the wave. So you post that freestyle, you get high engagement, like above what everybody else is doing. Even mm. somebody who might be better than you, the engagement, you know, creates buzz around the interview, makes the interview bigger, and it makes ninety five seven look good because they're going in and grabbing the best and pulling them up and molding and shaping them. Yeah, bro. But not even the best, the, but the most traction. That that's what. Hmm.
3: My my these are the behind the door conversations we have off like normal <laughs> like, I, Now we going there.
0: I just have a problem with them not actually trying to like see what's going on with what's going on in the city. Like that's my problem with that. Like I'm like, I, I feel you, like tag me or do this or whatever, but you really need to have your ear to the streets for a look for a minute.
3: I mean
2: I feel like that's they feel like that's what we're for. In yes. a sense. They not
0: giving me no check. I ain't getting cut no check.
2: We understand that.
1: But <laughs> I was like, yeah, we, we definitely get that one. But,
3: all right, so as somebody that works in radio, it's it's weird breakdown, and I ain't going to make it longer, complicated. But, well, I used to work in radio, let me say that. um, What, even with 95.7 jams, this is one of many stations owned by one company. Yep. Same way Coca-Cola owns Sprite, Powerade, Coca-Cola, whatever mm-hmm. other lines they got. This radio station is one product of the many in their chain. So, even though they got different flavors, like here, we know our demographic, they cater to high school to 25 year old mm-hmm. kids. Most sides of the city is ratchets, low income environment. You mm-hmm. have to make things entertaining and appeasing for them. right So, the music that they provide is already funneled to them. They yeah. only have a certain allotment of space for the actual city because this is owned by a bigger entity. Mm-hmm. Summit media, to be specific, but we're going to go there. But they own <laughs> a bunch of other stations that funnel all the same music. The program director gets a lists from the top mm-hmm. they put that in rotation and they have very little wiggle room to add artists into the city right now when we get back to the professionalism on part of the artists the radio station wants us to have ducks in a row because of everything they have to do to play music on air problem is as artists it doesn't really benefit us because mm-hmm. you're gonna play me one time on sunday at Two in the morning. Yeah, two in the morning. Monday at your lowest listening peak just to say you played me. And that's one stream a week when I can get somebody this album on Apple Music that don't got to be clean, free, and I can profit myself there. Exactly. So there has to be some type of connect that better benefits the artists if we're talking not even just radio but even with ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to find out what ways can we benefit artists and also how can we make it as less strenuous as possible for them to be there?
0: Good point, good point.
2: I got a question. What's up? And this is to the group. How do you balance inclusion and our interest in the artist? Because I feel like that's the point that we get into right now, like if (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 like like, like, how do you how do you balance that to where okay we want to be a Avenue but we also want to be a respected platform right so if you funnel everybody who wants to be included that kind of that kind of washes it but if you um if you close it off to only what you like you seem uh one-sided so then you turn into like a specialty so how do you navigate like that window of openness between who you would allow to come and like who wants to come
0: i think honest constructive criticism is kind of where to start at aka Hayden. (laughs) yeah but let me let me let me just say this though if your stuff not mastered like what what? It's not even mastered, bro. Like, how am I supposed yeah, it's to really do There's a lot do? of
1: people here to do mixing and mastering. Like, yeah. it's a
2: lot. Exactly. But I'm saying to the up. point, like, okay, because now, like, like, if I only did boom bap music, how yeah. am I going to include trappers? Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Or that's how I like cater to that. I think yeah. that's what we're going to do. just like, you that. like, bro, I don't think this shit dope. I don't want to bring you in on my, I don't want to bring you in to talk to you on my platform. Right. Like, because now, like, after you know we did our first couple interviews, which were interviews that we hand selected, mm-hmm. you start getting requests like, "Hey, I would like to come in." Which yeah. y'all, you know, whoops! Whoop. So I'm like, I, right. I throw this to the guys. I'm like, "Which y'all think?" And the the I don't see no blue dots. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the blue dots. Means. <laughs> the the, the, resp- the resp- <laughs> ain't Always. no ain't nobody even thinking about responding to the shit. So it's like, like how do, you, how do you how do you um. How do you juggle that?
0: I mean, I don't personally. I don't even know if it's a way to do that because you're gonna you're gonna have some misses regardless. Everybody's ear is not the same. Yeah. It's just not. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, like I've I've been off mark several times, but that's a that's a learning experience. That's a growing experience. Like if you don't learn and grow from that, then what? You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be willing to. But you got to be willing to open yourself up a little bit, too. Like, you got to be able to learn how to open yourself up outside of your box and be like, all right, I see what they trying to do. You know, maybe I can give them some criticism. That ain't hate. Well, it's going to be hate regardless. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I done had people send me music and was like, what you think? And I was like, that ain't it, bro. This is, just, this is not it. You know what I'm saying? But that's not coming from a place of of, of hate. That's coming from a place of me wanting you to grow. I want you to grow. Yeah. Like, I don't ever want an artist to just not. I don't want my criticism to make you feel like you ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to understand that I'm telling you this because I want you to be better. Like, why wouldn't I? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to be a better artist. I want you to be able to put your stuff out there with everybody else. Agree? I mean, you disagree.
1: I, I feel with that. I guess answering his question, I think the one thing I can say I really, really benefit from with the team is that it's a lot of us. So, uh, like, each one of us has different likes and what we appreciate. So, Mm -hmm. I know Ish and I like different music. Me and Lauren like different music. Me and Trent like different music. So, I just, if y'all wanna write something about it, if y'all wanna share it, let's share it. Mm -hmm. If y'all wanna interview them, just to kind of keep it fair, we do, yeah, we do miss some people. We don't, you know, always make the interviews or whatever with them, but. Mm -hmm. We try, I guess, our damnedest to be as fair as we can for yeah. real, for real with it. So Well, I'ma say this. I don't <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> And it's not in it like ill will behind it at all. I just don't because I've never I'm learning I'm probably the newest to this, you know, all of y'all. This is a platform I've watched all y'all grow in. I was like, you know what, I'm a my evolution as an artist is like, okay, I also wanna Hold a platform and a safe space for artists because I've been an artist for so long but even in my days as an artist I've always preached productivity over unity Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like personally me myself I'm unbiased enough that if it's dope it's dope whether I like it or not the people will always have the final say so when it comes to that. So mm-hmm. I try to follow that, engage that, and not even just to like do a hype beast train or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but to see how is this artist moving? How productive are they? Are they getting stuff done with or without a team? What are the mechanics of what makes this work? That So I always look at the productivity of it, like mm-hmm. how is this moving? How is this working? And that's kind of what I use as my gauge. And even with that, as well like finding a balance um, like I said I don't find a balance but what I'm trying to practice is um, follow like I said following not following people but one having an open mind and two uh, being clear-cut and dry about what it is that I do mm-hmm. so that before an artist comes in they know like maybe this is for me maybe this is not for me right you know what I mean for what I'm trying to present in my craft so I think that's it, like, being clear, like, okay, we ain't gonna sit up here and talk about this all night. We got these topics and conversations. You actually gonna have to live in this moment. You know what I mean, so. But you got a bit of the inside track, though, Gene, because you
0: was an artist, you done ran your label, you done did, you have done all of these
3: different things. My job was to change music into product. (laughs) That's (laughs) it, And when I say that, it means, like, developing the concept for the album, the visual presentation of the album, how do we take this music that exists in your head and make it into a product for sale, whether Mm. that's an album, a download, a t-shirt, getting you on the road, getting paid shows. That was my primary goal. So as far as like management and the one thing I would say I was good at as an artist is a rollout plan. Mm-hmm. I understood the impact of a rollout plan. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists, they'll record music, and once the music is out there, they done. And it's like, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. In my mind, like, I'm <laughs> going to be on the road the next six Friday. months after this album. I'm, I'm telling out. you. Like,
0: nah, they be trying to put that surprise album, Beyonce, on you. Like yeah, it's, it's four it's people. Only, yeah. only
1: certain people can do that. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Four.
3: I mean that that can bring us to a next conversation of like, how can we help with artist practice? Because in my mind, like, there's no benefit to pre-album, like say like normal industry practice, right? Mm-hmm. You put out singles and build mm-hmm. buzz, and then you put out your album. What I learned when I was an album, when I was doing this, because we're not on the level of music industry and we don't have that machine behind us. I would put out the singles. I get these press runs done, and you know we'll make this is fifty, or we'll make VladTV.com or Hip Hop Weekly. Like, oh, the song is dope. Where's the project? This is in March. The project don't come out till September. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know how many links is on one web page? <laughs> how quickly <laughs> I'm gonna lose interest between yeah. March and September? Yeah, yeah. So my idea now is like, how do you? Well, I try to bring it to a place like, or I always encourage artists to embed the idea. Of what your album is. That's why I say, like, how do you think? How do you feel? What energy are you putting off? Mm-hmm. Give off the idea of what you are, what your music is, before even giving the music. So that way when you do start release when you release an album, you start releasing singles from that album and a product, because we're in a build up mode of trying to get to a major label and mm-hmm. we don't have massive machines behind us, when they discover something, they can get everything. Right. But like I said, it's no wrong way to do it, but there are some better ways, I think, when it comes to artist productivity, and that'll help us move better as a platform. hmm So. I like that. Like Church. <laughs> so, do you feel
0: like we work with each other enough as far as like our
1: platforms? Or, do, or should we start working with each other more? Or like, what do you think, Melo? um I I feel like we all work with each other well I know recently I got hit up about some interviews and I just you know I told them about other podcasts in the city because mm-hmm. I mean I know again we are all on this dream for the same path for the same reason so yeah. why not hook people up like that man yeah. we all here for the same so what about you skip
2: um it I think it depends on if it's I think an assembly line type thing because because everybody has like it's the same goal but i feel like everybody has different ways in trying to get it done mm-hmm. so i think it should be like let's say i know that they do things a certain way so i might get somebody and i can send them that way because yeah. i know that what they want and what they provide would be best yeah. so and things like this will be more beneficial um but it's it's, it's just it's weird because like how do you com- compartmentalize um this into a thing where it works like harmoniously i think it should be like everybody has their own thing and we use each other for what would be most beneficial for mm-hmm. that specific purpose um i think that may be the best way because um, i feel like us just trying to force a 100 percent working relationship together may not be the most beneficial for the artist mm-hmm. because they may feel um like they're going to all of these different places and getting the same thing as opposed to let's provide different things mm-hmm. like it's a fork in a row, like what do you want all right we'll send you to we'll send you here, we'll send you to and but we and we all have resources, and a lot of us have different resources, so it's just I think it really depends like on a situational basis, yeah, what about you, Jim? I
3: think we work with each other as much as we possibly can right now, especially considering we still got day jobs. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Every other second, minute, and hour goes to this craft. Right. Right. So, um, as far as us working together, yeah, I think we do a pretty good job of that because work don't always mean we're sitting down at the table, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I saw they just had uh, Nova on their podcast, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That was dope to me because I'm gonna be at the Southern May Creators. Yeah, me too. It's a circle of us working together. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it it moves as harmonious as it can, uh, for the time being. The only way it could get more better uh more better. The only way it could it's get all right. better. It's all right.
1: Hey man, Rachet
3: is the French <laughs> say. <laughs> but the only way it could get better um beyond what we have now, uh same details of earlier is to get a bit more organized, but I also think that artists um, artists can develop rollout plans. I feel like rollout plans should be mandatory for any body of work you put out. Not any, if it's like a track or two, three track EP, something. but they' necessary. But you should definitely work your music and move it through the avenues. But I and feel you. We got to take off the cool hat too, because. I have no shame. I've called Mellow. I've called you. i would be like, hey, I got something coming yeah. out. I need to come sit down yeah, and talk. Yeah. I'll like, and I'll be like, you know what I'm no saying? problem.
0: <laughs> my, I think I'm, my problem is, too, I don't know when people actually putting out their real project. Everybody putting out an EP. Like, this is my EP, but my real project could be hurt. Like, dude, like help me understand what you're doing. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to push your EP, too, but if you got a real project that's going to drop, I most definitely want to put more of my energy behind that because i think that will help you more than just you pushing out
2: your ep am i am i wrong in thinking that way or i think both um deserve attention but i feel like like at least like a bullet point like you don't have to send me a press kit but just be like i anticipated you know let me know what's going like send me like a a semi-annual schedule Mm -hmm. like it don't have to be like I'm going on to this day I'm going this place this place this place but like as far as your artistry I feel like I should be in the loop because a lot of times like stuff will drop and then you find out about it through social media Mm -hmm. and it's like okay feel like I'm jumping on the hype train Mm -hmm. by posting it when it yeah in actuality I just want to celebrate it so if I know ahead of time and I got your artwork I can be pushing your shit the week it come out as opposed to just all right you dropped on friday i find out about it 4 p.m on friday and then i gotta listen to it (laughs) to see if i like it enough to post it (laughs) and then i posted at seven so it's like damn you so late yeah you you know help us help y'all right that that's the biggest thing like help us help y'all and i guess we should help them help us help them. i get it it kind of come back to us like being uh we have to be informed but they have to give us the information to be informed on to help them get their stuff out and also don't be so hard on us too because we're in a space
3: now where even stuff like this right like podcasting interviews online radio stations mm. this is as new to us as in-home recording was Passing. in the early 2000s yeah. so we're still figuring it out yeah. by ourselves Most definitely, you know but also we're figuring it out in a way like okay let's try to monetize these platforms make them profitable for us and make them dope how can mm. we get the best quality how can right. we create the best content you know what I mean that's how we're approaching the idea itself mm. artists definitely should have that same approach about their music. How do I get the best quality? How do I make the sound cohesive? How do Mm -hmm. I present the best body of work as well? And you know, you ain't gotta send me a five year plan with your album, but at least be able to speak (laughs) to me and tell me what this means, where are you trying to go with it? Mm -hmm. And what is your actual plan of action for this? You know what I mean? So that makes sense. Cause every, you can record at home and Make a full studio album in your bedroom. That sounds just as good if you know how to use the programs. But those mm-hmm. programs have been out for about 25 years now. Mm-hmm. Podcasting and interviewing and online radio where we can control it, maybe 8 to 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> like the Word. blog era was back in, what, 2008 when everything yeah. started? Yeah, 8, 9,
2: 10, oh,
3: yeah. yeah. I was just coming out of high school then. I wasn't worried about no one.
2: Yeah. You know, it's still exactly. trying to
3: figure it out. Like, But yeah. it's new to it, so.
0: Let me shift gears a little bit and talk about events. Mello has been killing it this year. I wanted to I gotta give you props, brother. You have really like um I remember we was at a random gas station and we was talking about it. And, oh yeah. And he was like, <laughs> I'm finna he was like, I'm tired of people like saying ain't nothing to do here. And like I am, man. Next man, thing I knew, it. Mello was like I'm I'm seeing events from the kickback like all the time. Um
1: how do you feel about the events that happen here? I mean, for the ones that I've been, I guess, been throwing with the team and all, I've been real proud of them. I can say one thing that we do, we team up with our friends from Atlanta, mm-hmm. from Creatives After Dark, so we don't just have Birmingham artists. we actually actually in artists from Atlanta, mm-hmm. mixing in with Birmingham artists. And I think one of the, I th- seeing that we, we've been doing them, they've been good. I knew they were great after a show one time two or three of them like went to the apartment from Atlanta to Birmingham and just came and started making music like two and three in the morning. So right. it's like we have been making, I guess, like that connection and I've been kind of happy to see. So yeah. it's been really cool.
0: I know we was talking earlier before we even started recording about how people always
3: complain. Like, "Yeah,
0: ain't nothing to do here. We ain't got nothing to do. And Ooh, I'm bullshit. like.
3: "Yeah, <laughs> they." <laughs> If you accept yeah. these Facebook invites you know, I'm you, you, you check this event break calendar to all 500 invites Facebook let me have right. I tell you.
0: How, did, how do you um, skip, block me skip what do you think about these events we've been we've been having here this year
2: man I'm I'm very pleased because it got to a point where I was kind of like that too like what's going on but then it's just like boom shit just started happening and it go back to maybe 15 16 that was when it that was when I really started getting involved like and I was like okay it's really stuff going on but the more you know the time has passed It's getting like from the top people down to people like us making it happen who I feel have a more um, firm grip on what's going on so Mm -hmm. Like it's it's dope, man, because it's a whole bunch of black folks making this shit happen. Yeah, that, that's how I'm. That's how I'm looking at it for real. Like we're really pushing and creating. What the culture's are already created, but we're molding it now. Mm. And it's like you know we're cultivating it. That's the word. We're cultivating the culture right now. Right. So I'm I'm with it. Like this time next year, I feel like it's gonna be at a place where we couldn't have imagined it being two three years ago.
0: That was my biggest thing too. I was talking to Gene, and I was like, "Yo, 2020, like." with what we have in this room alone, I really feel like we can make some stuff happen, like, for real, for real. Like, not to say that it's not, but it's too much talent here for us not to be in a, in a better place, if that makes sense. I don't, think, I don't know if I'm making sense or not, but I think it's too much talent as far as, like, sitting at this table. I think it's a whole lot of talent here in this city. I just think it's a lot going on and we just gotta figure it out and
2: kind of make it, learn how to make it move better. That,
0: like yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense in
2: that. I feel, like, feel you. It's I like uh, we need like an epicenter. That's yeah. kind of what you get into. I I feel, I feel that. Um, the the I feel like the hardest part in that is the actual initial contact. I feel like with the people who want to be involved and the people who are creating something for them to be involved in, that initial contact and confirming stuff is gonna be the first and most important part. Everything after that, I feel like just gonna happen on top of that foundation that starts from the contact.
0: Yeah. What about you, Gene? What do you think about these these events we've been having this year?
2: Um,
3: I'll say this, um, Birmingham has a very unique situation because as people like natives of the city, um there there is somewhat of a divide when it comes to the events, like yeah. a three-way divide I'd say. Um you have the people who say it's nothing to do, but yet we never see you come out or support these shows, right? Then you have the people that do come out and support these shows. I see most of the people m- most of the people that are within this culture We all go to everybody events. It's a good number of us, too, and it's a lot of us, and we have a great time. Think about this. I've been back in Birmingham for like the last six years. I have never seen a fight at any event that we throw on our side of the culture. Nope, hell no, nope. It's not been one fight, think about that. We in hip hop, rap, (laughs) we have lit shows. The basements are BYOB, people coming in drunk, bringing their own alcohol, the Kickback podcast the Red Cup kickbacks, like we've had all of these events, Art Beats and Lyrics, uh, with Jack Daniels, Mm -hmm. all these major events, Secret Stages, um, Sidewalk Film Fest, just all these things that we live in on our side of the culture. It's not one issue. But there is another side of the culture that don't even know we exist. Another side of the city does not know this culture exists. Which means that for us here, We have to be proud of that, and we have to speak up about it and change the narrative. Mm -hmm. Because on an artist's perspective, look around. Everything comes through here, like he just said. Atlanta is Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We know we got to go there eventually, but the energy is different here to where people from Atlanta come through here to see the vibe and see what we're doing. The homies from Mississippi, whether that's D-Horton or Vitamin C, they come through here. Mm -hmm. My homies in Mobile, their biggest market of fans is here in Birmingham The homie Marcel P Black he goes everywhere but he makes sure he comes mm-hmm. to Birmingham yeah. yeah there's something going on here that even artists outside of the city see in other artists like yo this is different and even when I travel around and I get on the road there is nothing like Birmingham out there but what we aspire for is to be in Atlanta or to be you know all of these places and I don't think that's necessarily the goal anymore. Right, mm-hmm. The goal is mm-hmm. to, if anything, be a St. Louis or a Houston or a Dallas. And not sonically, but in the way that we have our own culture that exists. Yeah. By the time major labels really come and see what's going on, no, and no disrespect, but not a hot single that pops off or somebody that gets... Viral and they <coughs> take him, but when you really come pay attention to the culture of what's happening here, yeah, I, just, yeah, I know what I'm talking about, but it ain't no yeah. shadow, no shade, it's just the reality. No, power. No, that's just real I that's a real mean, point. No, I feel like right. when it they was, see right. the culture of what's happening here, it's gonna be like, oh, she's
2: C-minute, like,
3: yeah, right, it's a, it, yeah, like, yeah, like, somebody's gonna be like, Slim Thug, you was already platinum before they yeah, came and got him, before, he he came got before him. you came here, like, <laughs> but um. In my mind, I I, want to say this too. I I feel like I'm blabbering, but I'm gonna try to keep it short. Artists, do not be afraid to take risks and create your own events as well, right? Because we've had a lot of gatekeepers that do events, and I feel like those events are cool, don't get me wrong, but people want to see something original from the artist's mind. Mm -hmm. What can you give this city? that has not even hasn't been done before, but what is your take on something? So artists, don't be afraid to, don't solely rely on going to find somebody to put you on the show. That's gonna also give you better business practice when you know how to manage the door, you know how to manage uh, upfront costs, overhead. Don't be afraid to take that risk and put on your own events as well. It's only gonna give us more to do. And we're gonna come out because we have a very supportive artist community within the artists themselves. Like, there's not any real beef. outside of culture you know what i mean we that's artists i've had differences with artists artists had differences with each other but it's not any real beef right like i said it's never been a fight in seven years so it ain't that serious (laughs) like yeah but artists throw an event put your own event together just do something productivity but yeah you got it
0: (laughs) (laughs) so would you guys like to see more events, or would you want to take your personal platform and actually start doing more events? Because right, right now sitting at the table, mellow has really been the one that's been doing a lot as far as like events are. So, Skip, what do you think? Like, are, do you want to do some, some more with your platform and actually make events happen?
2: Pub, pub, pub. Um, oh, nah, oh, nah, 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 nah. This, this is <laughs> nah. This is really something that we've been looking to do for a while. We have this. We want to start a festival series um, titled Organic Bounce. Mm. Since you've been listening, I'm pretty sure you've heard that word be used oh, yeah. a couple of times, and we're doing that for a specific reason. That's that's something that we want to do. Like like ultimately, we want to do it to a um, level that would rival like some of the mainstays. Like I want to put it to a level where it demands the attention from the people who feel like. The normal stuff may be too, quote, unquote, underground. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, what's what's the, I know the name of it, uh, Sauce Fest. Yeah. Bruh, that was one of the liveest events I've been to, like, in Birmingham. Bar none, probably competing with the Isaiah Rajai show. That was, bro. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> side by side front row. Bro, that shit <laughs> was crazy. I was on the stage, bruh. Like, I was this close to getting my ass beat, but. Um, <laughs> I slapped like, my ring across the room. Man. I'm telling you, bruh. Like, but it's. I, I want it to be to that level where they can't ignore it for the um, the anecdote of oh that's that's just some underground shit like we want to put it to the point where one it makes the artists um, feel that pressure that they need to execute on this level mm-hmm. they can go through the whole promotion channel go talk to 957 go talk to all of these places and build interest and actually show that they're able to operate as entities like he's saying. Mm-hmm for us we create a platform to which we can rival and people don't have to go outside of our culture being black people get the things that we feel like we need yeah because some what i have experienced is as a growing platform folks gonna play you weak until you drop a bomb so like what we're doing now is like aligning to get ready to drop that first bomb which would be that first inaugural organic bounce festival right so, I mean, that's that's what we're working on like big picture. 2020 like hopefully. Yeah. Um but you it's a lot of shit that come into that. So, um yeah. but yeah, Organic Bounce, that'll be our first bomb that we drop as uh entity within the culture. Dope.
0: Gene, I ain't trying to take away from the stuff you did earlier this year either. I, you you put some events on like the sit down sessions and stuff like that. So, I I wanted to make sure
3: I I let uh-huh. it be known that you you've been putting on some stuff too. You good? I mean, I do it. I do it every now and then. I got like a, a sneaky haymaker, <laughs> <laughs> like once every four months. Keep your chin down, month. nigga. You know I'm what I'm saying? Well. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I do want to do more stuff. And I think with me specifically, what I'm trying to do because, like I said, I always look at it from an artist's perspective, because mm. I feel like newer artists may need the space to actually get on stage and perform. Right. As a more tenured artist. And creating a platform and being in a class with more ten-year artists, and not just a compare or you know anything. But if you look at artists like Club Monster or Club AM or mm-hmm. you know all these people in the city that we've been around for about you know ten years now, over ten years, so it's like, yeah. what else can we do standing on the stage other than new music? So my idea is to like create a show that create events that remove. The separation of artists from people, and mm-hmm. actually put the people at center and control. Yeah. So that's why stuff like the sit-down sessions, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do interviews because the crowd controls the narrative. I don't know what they're gonna ask you this night when you play this record, but they got the <laughs> lyrics in their hand, and when that song play, and they generate these ideas, they write these questions down, and they ask you. They right. Get it straight from the horse mouth. I don't. I don't conduct that. Right. That's that's putting people back in place with events like. And I ain't gonna I want to get off because I feel salty. <laughs> no, talk man. your shit, kid. Yeah, I yeah. Talk my shit, yeah bro. <laughs> no, man. no, no. But, like, even with the silent disco thing, like, as far as I can remember, I am pretty sure I've never seen a silent disco done in the city until I did it. Right. But oh, the no, fact definitely. that I didn't keep it consistent. It became a whole thing and people ran with it. And I was yeah. like, come on, man. That was like one of my regular scheduled events. I still got better ways to do it. And I am gonna do it again. But I need to work on being consistent with my events because right. I have like, like these great ideas and they'd be like, Dope, but I do it one time and then somebody would take it and go. Right. And they're like, silent disco trap part four. And I'm like, damn. Like, Where was the you first do three? The fourth <laughs> iteration? <laughs> we can check the dates <laughs> <laughs> nigga, 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 invite me like you know, stole my shit. a, a lot of you times me. Case. I, I feel like i innovate some but the fact that i'm always trying to cook up an idea and do a new event that's never been done before
1: mm-hmm.
3: i do it one time and i'd be like Bit. and then it becomes a thing and people go with it so i have to do a better job at branding myself making my events regular and if I'm gonna step in this promotions field and do events, I gotta be all about that too. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen in 2020 because I'm coming back on niggas head with music. Oh but okay, 2021, okay. fuck
1: with me. <laughs> <laughs> See, my nah, dude, it's <laughs> cool. Come on, man. This my platform. You I thought we were too. grown, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rap like I'm 10. What? You
2: said I'm back. Man, I'm most,
0: <laughs> I wanna do something with my platform too, as far as I like put it on events, but to be completely honest, I have no idea what to do. Like, I don't even know what step one
1: is. Whatever and, you want to.
3: Uh-huh. Whatever you, you want to. Just do it. Sit <laughs> <No>, <don't laughs> Like, like we, we didn't
1: have an idea with the with the shows that we did. I mean, we were hosting shows for the longest. When yeah. We started in 15. And then it got to the point where it's like, people were like asking for more to do. So I was just like, you know what? We'll throw a show and see how it goes. That first one went well. And we were like, all right, sure, cool. Let's play yeah, some more shows. shit. Yeah, more I remember going to No Cigarettes. <laughs>
0: and I was like. Damn, this shit is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I love this um,
1: I don't remember much from that. Day, I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it's like, whew.
0: But that's my biggest thing, man. I want to consistently put on some stuff um, and put some artists out there, too. And I'm not like, I don't know what, who to talk to about ven- uh, venues or I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't know what step one is. Like that's, that's
1: actually one of the hardest things. Oh my life! What? In Birmingham, oh my like life. doing that. That's what I, I. I know we've been doing them consistently, but like if I have to talk to another person and give them another like uh, one sheet of what we do, how we do it, what our plan is, I'm know it. I'm annoyed. Like I'll give you a video of what we're doing mm. to show you what it is, but it's, it's just we don't have many. Cooperating venues. We have a lot of venues here, mm. just none cooperating. And I'm gonna
3: throw a penny in the wishing well. If you got a bag, buy us a venue, cause we do Please. not own Please. a venue right Please. now. That it's, would be nice. It's, it's, well, it's if you got really a venue, nice bro, reach out to us. Reach out to Skip, Mello, Miko, <laughs> no somebody. Please it. let us hold regular events. God, cause we no longer email. have a home space, right, for our artists. Yes, because we make exchange live. Yeah, so we making, yeah. making venues out of anything. We was in a garage for Southfest, and one that time, shit, and it was me. Was, it was it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was but so But we were far. literally in a garage Facts. in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Turn.
2: And that's the thing when you and I feel like all of that stuff happened for a positive reason because it makes you resourceful. Yeah, um, yeah. you have to create something yeah. out of nothing. So when you start getting something, ooh, <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> <laughs> shit gets scary. Cause like um, we was we were at a um, we were having like our quarterly review for. Uh, Siphon off the record at a hotel in the lobby. Dude, that was the bartender in the lobby, just started bashing us because, like, y'all not investing into all of these black venues that we got and all of this shit. So I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pump your brakes, my nigga. <laughs> right. First of all, like, you have don't have know what we're doing. <laughs> like, everything we're doing is centered around just blackness in this area. Mm-hmm. But the disconnect was they project to a certain You know fan base right and the artists that they have may not particularly be within like our immediate grasp of um our network Mm -hmm. so it's like we go over there and then we throw an event it's like these people come for occasionally for a certain thing we're giving them something completely you know in a different realm Mm -hmm. like combined with our you know fan base that comes in like that's a big risk. Like we taking our piece to what people bring pieces into the <laughs> big, you know? Like So it's like, we have to find, we need something here. Cause like going to places that um, breed a certain type of thing that's different from ours, mm-hmm. you know, we're creating an environment to which we don't know how that's gonna turn out. Right. So we need something in our realm. Like he was saying that we can dictate um, that we can cultivate a culture for and bring people in as opposed to us going and then trying to completely revamp their shit right. into what we doing. Because for one, it's going to take too long. Mm-hmm. Two, we don't know if that's going to work or not. And three, what them people going to do when we pushing them out of that shit? Push back. Push back. Pow, pow. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different
3: type of push too. No, <laughs> yeah. um, Yo, we got pushed
2: by a bullet, then. And We in Alabama too, so we ain't got time for it. Yeah, and, and think about this, right? We just
3: got to an even level playing field. Yeah. Like if you, me, I born in '88. I've been rapping since I was nine. It's like '97. I've been recording since I was thirteen. It's like 2004. So it's like I've done this more than half my life, and I have literally watched this city just now get to an even playing field on our side of culture, right? right? We always talk about a divide. Let's address the elephant in the room. That's like the street side of rap, the trap side, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and this quote-unquote, I hate this word, conscious or hipster, whatever they want to label us as yeah. on our side. Coming up in this, as an, like, an artist trying to make it in the city, like the street side of rappers and trap rappers whatever you want to call them, they had... So many more places than the backpackers. Hip hops are conscious because they had the strip clubs, they had the regular clubs, they had the clubs people fight in. They had all of these avenues <laughs> and we <venues laughs> literally that, fight <laughs> in. <but> <laughs> like <laughs>
1: have a ring in it. bitch. Like yeah,
3: <laughs> bell bottoms. You know what I'm talking about? Like right. club Red, All of these places they can go and perform that were catered to that genre because that's all the city really knew about, or that the little industry practice. IE radio, we got here promoted. So over time, as these places diminish and get shut down, or the owners like, hey, I can't keep inviting y'all in here. Y'all tearing my shit up. They're losing venues, right? It's Mm -hmm. still a little bit more places for them to go, a little bit more for them to do. But like he said, 2015, that's when you saw the resurgence of lobotomics, more people getting into secret stages, Mm -hmm. things like frames on the green or that turned into alchemy. Oh damn um, frames Wilsley. You know man. what I'm saying? Making something out of nothing. Sam's Kill or a Garage, the mm-hmm. Syndicate Lounge or for an exchange, the high note, all of these places that open their doors to us. Even now, the Freedom House, it's, a, it's literally like a room with books. Yeah. <laughs> we make venues work to our behalf. And right. now it look like we got a plethora of places. Problem is, we don't own these places, and we just got it even. Mm-hmm. Now that we're even, and we can literally do a different show, an artist here can do a different show every week in probably 30 different venues, if he want to oversaturate himself in the city, mm-hmm. on our side of the culture. The street side doesn't have that anymore but at the same time because we've caught up and it's like oh there's a divide there's a divide yeah i wouldn't complain about the divide when we didn't have nowhere to go and you know but even that we have to still embrace them you know how hard it was to get butcher and his crew to come to never mind we can yeah. take that out but <laughs> 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 But that's my guy like butcher is one of my best friends but yeah. i know he lives on the street side of music but even outside of that he's a viral internet star mm. so Like, bro, you kind of got to see what's going on over here because if any of them going to come, they going to follow you because they follow you online anyway. That's it. But I know he knows hip-hop and rap and culture enough to exist on this side as well. Right. So then we get him. We get other guys like BTMG. uh, Well, not BTMG. Well, probably Shaw. You know what I'm saying? All these cats that are dope street-based but can also live over here. It's like, we open for y'all to come through. We just don't want no push. You know what I'm saying? But we just, we still trying to establish our own here. It's just we make something out of nothing and it may always may not look like the coolest thing on surface level to these particular artists on Walk the, the right. show. But you right. just gotta be in there and live in a moment. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? God man. You y'all dropping gems today. I don't know what's going on. All right, let's change this let's, let's get let let's be fun for a second. Uh what y'all think about that top fifty list and that artist that said he, he you made Birmingham what it is the Birmingham. Oh, list. Oh, that shit, that list,
2: bro. Oh, no, I list don't know. Right? <laughs> I was waiting for the end of that, <laughs> bro. We'll, we'll talk about when it come back around. Okay. But that the, the Birmingham list. Um, I feel like niggas who are like best friends with the artists make the list, right? And it's no, um, it's no objectivity in the list, right. and it's no inclusion. Like, I, I've, I've seen top twenty five, top twenty five lists where it's like no. Quote unquote hip hop artists on the list. Mm-hmm. It's just all trap shit. And it's like, bro, top five of y'all, good. That next 20, I've never heard of y'all niggas. And it's not to the point where, like, y'all not big enough, because I try to, you know, stay as well rounded as possible. But like, this a nigga that made his first track two weeks ago and he's like number six in Birmingham. <laughs> you got all them Spotify listens and oh, up there. Bro, like, come on, dog. Like, it's, it has to be more objectivity. Right. And it has to be, I feel like, like with this, we probably need to do this with the hood niggas too. Like, to yeah. get them in and like, really hash out a honest and objective top 25. So that way it's coming from their perspective our perspective, line it up and then we can make some. Cuz if it's just battling from both sides, it's just going to say hip hop, rap, right, street shit, artists, art artistic shit in my opinion. So it's just like that shit was ass. Like if that's what you want me to get to, <laughs> if That's no, what I you want mean. One 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 get to yes, it I just time. wanted to
0: I and I'ma let you two answer too. But I wanted to bring it up because as influencers, I feel like we know what's going on as far as like in the city. We know who's actually like making moves and, and music and stuff like that. But when lists like that come out, it it taints a lot. Because then you got artists that gets get get upset. And they like, man, y'all don't respect nothing I do, man, or ain't nobody checking for us and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, I I don't know who you. I didn't even make the list. You know what I'm saying? So, what you think? What did, did you did you see the list, Mellow? Uh,
1: yeah, I saw the list, and um, I had my comments on the list. Um, but I mean, outside of it, I mean, he pretty much touched on it. Somebody knows. The person who made the list hey i got five friends you should put on there (laughs) and then the other person got five friends and they'll just put them on there so it like yeah it'll never really be until that day where we sit down and meet across the table with the quote unquote street dudes or whatever their music right we'll never have a
2: full top 25 list that's fair shit Shit, a top 10. (laughs) (laughs) even that for real for real because it's 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 no we got to get to a place of agreement, for real. Right. That's all I got to
0: so. say. Gene, did you see the list?
2: Nah, but why rank? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I need to know where I'm at. On I, don't that. Even know you was, <laughs> I don't even know you was on there, bruh. Let me say this, like, it's... I only care about a list enough to want to know where I rank in somebody <laughs> else's opinion. I fully understand that opinion is not valid at all, right. but I want to <laughs> see where I'm at in somebody's opinion. That's all I care about <laughs> on that particular topic. But if we gonna here's the, here's the problem with lists. Like you said, everybody made valid points. Um, everybody got friends. Everybody's on bias, but. First off, if you make music, you shouldn't be making no list. You should be making music. Right. So. Focus on your art. Yeah. Disregard that. Because it ain't even about that at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know? And secondly, if somebody is going to make. It's impossible for somebody to make a list simply because it's going to sound I'm just going to use myself say, as an man, example because I'm because I'm say an you, artist as well. Man, say what you got to say. It's all good. You can't compare another artist to me that does not have the same amount in my catalog. And I know I got about 15 albums. From the conception of when I start rapping, even up until the, this, you can count the seven that I have on streaming services. Mm. You, you cannot compare somebody with one album to my seven albums because that one album may be great, how consistent is that? When did that album come out? How current is it? How long will it live? It's too much to factor in, mm-hmm. and we don't have the tools, resources, nor time to be putting our energy into that. So, all musicians, lead the list alone. Thank you. If somebody make it, just look to see where you rank in somebody's opinion. Mm. Don't take it personal. It's not nobody's job to support you. Right. People should want to support you. If you feel like you ain't got supporters, go a little bit harder. Like I don't. I can't wrap my mind. I can't wrap my mind around waiting or feeling down that somebody' opinion or approval is supposed to validate my career. Yeah, I've always looked at making music in a position of I'm gonna say what I want to say, it how I want to say it, mm-hmm. when I want to say it, and can't nobody stop me from doing that. There's not a studio that can shut me down. It's not a label that can shut me down. It's not mm-hmm. a radio station that can pull me off air. I don't even send them music no more. Right? You know what I'm saying? And if they do. Fine. I still exist in the streaming world. There's other avenues that you can put so much energy into other mm-hmm. than these lists and these debates. But show me
2: somebody with equal catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, we can talk, my nigga. until then. Top five, top five,
0: Since five. we talk about that, um Melo, who's having the best year in the in the city this year?
1: Wow, artist wise? Um I'm probably gonna say the monastery off real. Cause they got a show in Atlanta tonight, don't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> where, where, where? it's just like for them dropping videos, for them doing their own showcases, for them hosting shows. They hosted our uh, No Cigarettes Three over the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, yeah, consistent uh, music dropping and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Paco and Charm, like probably the like they probably in the top five of Birmingham as far as artists right now, right. Like, as far as lyricists and all that. So. Best, so they having the best year this year. I'm probably gonna have to give it to them. Offer real. skip.
2: Um, what what are we talking about?
0: As far as just in general, just as an artist, like you can, if you just want to put the music thing there, you can do that. If you want to kind of like put it to where like what they're doing in general, like hosting shows or putting their own mm-hmm. shows, like because
2: because because I feel like all of that goes into it. So I guess all encompassing, I would say them. I like. Who who's dropped multiple projects this year? I don't know anybody who has, monastery Because <laughs> I know they, I know they dropped the one that was, uh, Hey Young a few, New World, yeah, yeah. Hey New, Young New World. Like uh, Charm dropped a three piece EP. On he, Sound that, that nigga was upset. Carlos yeah, was like that nigga was so mad. Players, <laughs> Good players? Why they piss him off? Like? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to yeah. good players, though. He was so upset, <laughs> bro. You was around the good players hey, too. I was. So, so, I'm, so I'm. That, I'm listening, I'm like, goddamn. Like, I take. I takes so like, bro. Why you do that? Like, why you piss my boy off like that? Because and like, because the, bro, the intro to uh Hey, you don't wear that cigar music, bro. Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I was like, okay, all right. I'm fucking with it. Cause like, like, if all encompassing, this them, and I don't think it's close. So I'm trying to see like what artists have like dropped something that's memorable. Like, I'll go ahead. Let me just say this. I'm gonna just throw mine in there right now. I I like Richard Daniel. I that's think that's Richard what I was Daniel about to get the to. Hottest,
0: I I think Rich music. is having, huh? Musically, yeah, music wise, like just for me, cause I haven't been to a lot of events this year. I'm I'm just gonna be honest, but music wise, I love the Lemon Tree Project. Yeah, I, I thought that shit was amazing. You and you know how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, and then he did what he did at 9 a.m. In, in Santa Monica. what is it, 9 a.m. in Santa Monica or something like that? It was, it was one of those times yeah. in one of those
2: locations. Yeah.
0: And he <laughs> did this freestyle about the city and went bananas. And I was like, damn, boy, what's wrong with you? But I have consistently listened to uh, Richard Daniels' project since it dropped. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think it hasn't been a time where I threw that on and while I was doing something because I think it's just amazing. That dude just, I don't know what he
2: did. I don't know what happened. He just made a really good project this I year. I ain't going to, like, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, deriding the man because, like, I've said it a few times on the podcast. It's Off The Record podcast. If you knew, uh, shout out to you. Come uh, check us out. But, um, he's currently, and I haven't redid my list in, like, a month, but, like, he's there in my top five, like, Period so far, like not Birmingham, not yeah. Atlanta, not the Southeast, but like period. Yeah, like I'm like I got him like up there with like uh, boogie, everything's for sale. Yeah, like yeah, like, that's like, an album. yeah. He's a, Bruh, yeah, he's a, yeah. I, I look at that album with that level of regard. So like yeah, music wise, that's why I was asking like what are we doing? because yeah. if we're talking about purely music, he's got the best album this year. Like partner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't been
0: doing enough events to be able to say what who's been putting on shows and stuff like that. But music-wise, I've been trying to keep up with everybody's music, but Rich's that Limetri project
2: just did something to me, man. I yeah. don't know. Cuz for one, it's a uh to my knowledge, it's 100% original. Yep. Uh it's mm-hmm. extremely extremely multifaceted, um he's really talking about some real shit that niggas yeah. can relate to outside of uh I shoot niggas or like I've been shot. It's like He's talking to the actual psyche of the listener. Mm-hmm. yeah, And I feel like that's the part that resonates with listeners like me, like myself the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that shit all year. Gene? I can't even find Rich has the best album. I, when he let me hear it, I was like, oh
3: my gosh, it's fucking phenomenal. Like I knew he had the best album. Yeah. Is and, he the hottest
0: artist in the city this year?
3: All right, so I'm gonna say he has the best album. If we talking about the original question, who's having the best year, yeah. I'm definitely going to say The Monastery, and I might be slightly biased because that Hey Young World is a Sankofa Suite project. Of course. But, <laughs> but I will say, if we talking about the hottest in the city right now, that tends to fluctuate, but you got to give credit to Lissa Lou. I know she's not a hip-hop artist yeah. per se, but what she has done in the idea of taking poetry – off the stage into the streaming platforms, Mm -hmm. uh, having shows, uh, doing big stages like uh, what was the festival they had in Ainsley? I think she had the convo with Wu on stage. Was
0: it the... uh, Oh, the... the, the Junction thing? The... I can't remember because... They had had an 8-ball the JG. Oh, Freedom Fest. Freedom
3: Freedom Fest. Fest. Like, stuff she's been doing with that. Mm -hmm. The Netflix and Chill video. Like, she's taking poetry in this city to a different place and approaching it as a hip-hop artist. Yeah. And she's definitely, like, on fire right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still think Monster having the best year. Rich got the best album. But let's not exclude that because that is definitely still within the culture of what we do and we must acknowledge that. Yeah.
0: And I just got hip, so now I feel lame. <laughs> I just got hip to her like that. I'm like, hey, she's she's fine. All right, we wrapping it up with this. Um, and I'm going to start. I'm going to actually start with Gene. What do you see your platform
3: doing uh, in 2020? Getting back to the music. But I'm trying to take my rollout plan that I normally do and put it on steroids and trying to innovate how artists think about releasing music, try some new techniques, uh, and also try to monetize it in a different way Mm -hmm. uh, to see how well it works, taking a new risk. But like I said, just bring something new to the culture. Mainly it's a focus of music for my brand in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, But I will still have some events and I'm looking to do a lot more public events for 2021. So gearing up to position the notoriety of my, well, the popularity of my brand mm-hmm. to set up the move for a bigger platform and inclusion
2: of uh, events and all. Mm. Skip. Bullet points, um, got a few. Uh, <clears throat> uh, dominating visually uh, for Off The Record Podcast and Decipher Media Group. Decipher Media Group is the overall entity. Mm-hmm. Off The Record Podcast is the first piece of that umbrella we're going to branch out and become an all-encompassing media platform soon so that's that's the thing for 2020 um of course merch um apparel all of that stuff so the interviews that we do that we've done so far have been like in studio or in vibe street shout out to y'all but Mm -hmm. we're going to like just try to take that to another level so it seems like we're going to immerse the big venue of birmingham more Mm -hmm. into our interviews because like one thing that we're looking to continue to push is just birmingham is part of my language but we wanted to get mm -hmm. to a point where everything that we do is incorporated in some way with an element of birmingham so when people see it like we're coining like birmingham to that to that extent Mm -hmm. so yeah pushing birmingham dominating visuals and hopefully we can get that organic bounce. Huh. Melo, um, 2020. I guess the number one thing that we're going to focus on
1: is our podcast because we've taken a, a backseat a lot for the events that we're throwing. So we're going to push more of our podcast. We have another podcast on board, um, like Black Women Led mm-hmm. uh, Black Bougie About yep. It. Shout yep. out Abney and Jessica on that. Um, so yeah, pushing more podcasts. We're going to tour for 2020 that's something we want to uh, tackle we already have a good connection with our friends from Atlanta so we're trying to hit up the southeast all the uh, I guess neighboring states of Alabama and then I think our third point is pushing our website uh, pushing merch if y'all bored go to tkb205.com <laughs> bruh, uh, <laughs> read them write-ups of the artists and stuff like that so yeah. just doing more for ourselves in addition to doing stuff for artists in 2020 That's dope. That's dope, guys. What you doing for 2020?
0: Man, I got to get a team. I ain't got no team. You're looking at the team right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I had an unfortunate split with my business partner, so it's just me. So I got to revamp the, the website. I most definitely want to make sure I do some uh, some events. I'm, I want to put at least two events on in 2020 um, and kind of grow as far as, like, adding more to the podcast network i gotta get some bloggers i need some bloggers for the website so it's kind of like a rebirth like i tried to get this done this year it was just hard because i had too much happening and i had a lot of things i had to get out of because of being in a partnership so now everything's kind of clear and free i can kind of go forward and kind of move the way i need to move but i ain't got a team so i got to build a team up first so it's going to be recruiting come come
2: january so Damn. uh but i most definitely want to pray over every single one of them niggas man and niggets. man pray for them all you said
1: you said something for real for a heavy vet everybody <laughs> real talk you know how like restaurants make you do like three interviews before yeah. you got to do like four interviews <laughs> before.
2: <you laughs> and that fourth one got to be just like this on camera with mics and a council yeah <laughs> <laughs> this, right. If your, mom, figure, no. if your mama on. don't like them, they
1: can't work with <laughs> you. Like that's gonna be the first read, right there.
0: Everybody, please, guys, give everybody information so they can know where to hit you up at. Uh, your websites, my logo, let's go.
1: Uh, you can follow mainly the team is all I really care about for real. For real. you can follow the kickback at tkb podcast on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, if you're really on that. Um, you can follow my personal if you like at TKB Mellow on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, if you try to mess with Milo, the
0: prices went up too. Yeah, for real, he got for that. Real. He got that. He got that growth. Yeah, I was gonna it.
1: say my hair longer now. So if you text me, I am definitely not gonna text that. I'm New phone. Like, no, I got your number. Now nah, I don't know who you are though. Um, follow the website uh, TKB205. We do uh, write ups and stuff
2: like that, like every Monday and Friday. Mm. So just check that. So. Skip um off the record podcast off the record is continuous underscore podcast on instagram you ain't gotta follow me on my uh personal because all i do is post off the record shit you might get a baby picture or something but other than that just off the record underscore podcast um the link uh to the podcast is on in the bio um that's that's pretty much it Uh, we're available my bad on apple spotify google um, our heart and pretty much all of those weird ass uh, streaming apps that they have specifically <laughs> for podcasts <laughs> and Stitcher and all that shit we, we're, we're oh. everywhere
0: oh my god
2: Jay alright so you can
3: follow uh, the brand at everything um, at well not at everything on everything at Sankofa Suite uh, the website will launch toward the end of this year with the uh, announcement for new music from myself you can visit com right now. It'll take you to the latest album. Uh, check out the Sweet Life podcast. We just wrapped up our first season. We'll mm-hmm. probably kick off season two starter next year. Um, we're also doing our mobile podcasting for this for remainder of this year. So if you got an event, you want us to come out, let us know. We'll pull up and get an uh, NBA play-by-play as the event <laughs> is happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's But it's it. going to be ratchet. <laughs> just, just, know, just know that that's the disclaimer. But yeah, other than that,
0: man, yeah, that's it, man. Um, I just want to say to each one of y'all, like, I was super nervous when I reached out to every one of you guys because I didn't know if you was gonna be like, ah, yeah, whatever. Um, I I respect every single one of you guys. I've been in the city for a minute now, and I've been a part of the music scene for a little bit, not as long as a lot of you guys have, but. Um, I really wanted this discussion to happen. I really wanted this to, like, work. And it was it was actually good stuff. So I 100% appreciate every single one of y'all. Thank you for, for sitting down with us. And uh, get ready for part two because it's going to be the artist.